Hello. <laughs> How you doing? Twit with the accent. I don't know what you're talking about. I can clearly hear you have an accent right now. <laughs> no, I don't. Yes, you do. No, I don't. You do. What is that? What are you trying to do? I don't know. Are you trying to do the accent as well? E maybe. Can you do a valley girl? Me a what? A valley girl. Ba what's a valley girl? <laughs> For sure. Duh. Duh. For sure. <laughs> you can't do it. Uh, no, you know I'm bad with accents. No, but it's because, you know, you forever have the, the French accent on you. I can't hear it myself. You know, when I listen to myself in the in, in the recording, I can hear my French accent. But when I'm speaking, my brain is convinced that I'm doing a very proper American accent. What? <laughs> <laughs> like, I remember last week I was listening and I, at some point I say crying. Yeah. And when I listen, like when I hear myself say crying, it's perfect. When I listen to it, it's like, who's that French guy? <laughs> nope, it's you. Duh, for sure. <laughs> it's for sure for sure party party <laughs> well, it's bad yeah yeah hi my name is jimmy hernandez braille my name is guillaume braille and this is jimmy on france This is episode 11. Don't cry. <laughs> Not crying. It sounded like it. Look, man. <laughs> you... <laughs> the fact that you're telling me that you got an American accent. Ooh. <laughs> it was, it's making me wheeze, okay? And then you say don't crack jokes. <laughs> You'll never know if I was serious or joking. Was it? <laughs> but okay. I was serious. <sighs> okay. You were really serious about your American accent. No, as I said, when I hear myself, I don't hear the difference. Uh -huh. When I listen to a recording of myself, I'm like, yeah, that guy has a very terrible French accent. <laughs> it's charming, you know. I would like to meet him. <laughs> Stop it. I mean, I seriously do wonder, though, like, because I know, because here's the thing. I know when I was younger, mm -hmm. a lot of people kept saying that I have a quote unquote Spanish accent or whatever. But you couldn't hear it. I couldn't hear it. And I'm like, no, I'm pretty sure I'm speaking normal English. In French, when I'm imitating other accents or when I'm like, you know, when like people tend to be a bit sponge, you go to some place, they have an accent. And after a few days or weeks, you start using some of that accent yourself. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Some people faster than others. You hear that, that difference toward your regular English or French. Mm -hmm. In French, I do hear when I pick up an accent, like the Marseille accent. I do it. And I started by forcing it to make fun of it. And then with time, I picked it up. And now I have kind of a Marseille accent sometimes. Yeah, which is... A small one, like... Yeah, which is... I kind of find it funny. Yeah, because I, I do it, like, mostly for jokes, you know. Just for, for jokes. Like, and for... then, guess what? You punish yourself. That's yeah. what happened with me also, too, with the Southern accent Yeah, well. you make fun of yeah. it, and then, before you know it, you're like... Hey, y'all! How you doing? Exactly. No, wait, that's actually a mix of both uh, Southern and uh, Northeastern... Like, hey, y'all, how you doing? <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, I can see the divide in between. Hey, y'all. 
Uh, I'm trying. Yeah. Hey, y'all. Nah. Nah. Hey, y'all. It's hey, y'all. Yeah, but that's for like that's kind of a woman way of saying it, no? Or even men say it. Like, yeah, that's like that. true. That's true. I can't like. No, see, men. I think they say how you doing. No, how how y'all how how y'all doing? Texas. It's how y'all doing. How y'all doing? Yeah. Okay. okay I don't know. Okay. It's been yeah. a while since I've been back in Nashville, yeah. and to be quite honest, I'm coming. I'm coming. You know, because I haven't been back home. You know, in a in a while that i think that i'm going back to what i call it my natural accent hmm. which is probably more uh new york or whatever mm -hmm. yeah so you can hear probably in english when you have that accent i can hear it in french but i'm pretty sure that in french you're not able to tell what accent you have no i i'm you, you no can't. i can't because And i'm like i i like i said i've asked i've actually have asked had asked my uh, friends like do i have an american accent when i speak french or like uh it's some of an accent but i can barely i can barely tell no yeah you don't have a strong accent in in french not like me in english yeah. but my, like me in english i don't hear my accent can you imagine if i end up having you know like having to not able to get rid of my american accent and i did have a southern accent that's okay while i speak in french You're going to have a Marseille accent in French. Oh my god. No, like no, no, no. I meant to say southern, like American yeah, southern, I know. but with a Marseille accent. Oh, a mix of both. Yeah. So you're going to be singing and, and like talking southern at the same time. Yeah, it's like double southern accent. You know what I mean? Yeah, it could be intense. I'd be like, Bonjour, je suis bien. <laughs> Or something <laughs> like that. <laughs> Bonjour, y'all. Bonjour, y'all, je suis bien. Or something like that. Bien ou bien. Bien ou bien. Bien ou bien. Bien ou bien. Almost. Uh, you're not far. No, I can't. Well, bien it also sounds like, you know, in, in Spanish as well, so. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Bien. Bien. What? Okay. Yeah, yeah. So anyways, aside from the accent, because I ain't going to be talking about accent, that's for another Yeah, we could episode. do a full show on that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we're going to be talking about French expressions. Mm -hmm. And yes. I'm going to try to match uh, match those expressions with American expressions. Uh, I have an idea too. What? I could read you some expression you don't know and you, had, you have to guess what it means. I don't know, man. Uh, we'll see, we'll see. We'll see. But the, th the whole ordeal is, is that since I've been living here about... Um, almost a year and a half. Mm -hmm. I have, I will admit to myself, and I'm not trying to brag or whatever. I'm not trying to toot my horn. Um, but, you know, I have made a lot of progress in French. You do. You, you really did. Immersion is the very best way to learn a new language. Yeah. Because, I, I mean, so. because here's the thing. You have to, like, you're definitely having to force yourself to, to speak and everything. And, um, you know, it just, like, there's no other way. Like, you have to survive, right? So you kind of have to, like, all right, well, I have to go ahead and, and need to learn this language in order for me to survive. I mean, there are some people who has gotten by without learning a new language, you know. And there are some people who are not very good at learning language, you know. 
And there are some people who are scared of learning new languages as well. Yeah, that's very true. And then there are some people who are very natural at picking up language, and that person is me. So I would tend to agree with that. Well, to begin with, you speak already like English and Spanish, which are both close to French. Hola. And the fact that you speak two languages make it easier to learn a third one. Como estas? No, I'm just kidding. What was that accent, though? That's the American accent with when people speak uh, Spanish. Spanish? Yeah. Como estas? No, they say, hola, como estas? Hola, como estas? See, interestingly, you almost have that Latino accent with that. Hola, como estas? See, now you sound like a weird Spanish person. Yeah, but I imagine that French is closer to Spanish than English is. Of course. Talking. I, I don't know. I don't know. I haven't seen you speak Spanish in a while, so I would like you to try one day. We'll get there. Mm -hmm. You need to practice, mister. Yeah. Anyways. Uh, so, yeah. Um, so, yeah. I, I will, Like I said, I, you know, I'm one of those people who speak up. Who, yeah, like you said. Because I do speak two other languages, um, of course, I'm going to pick up French very easily. Mm -hmm. And not only that, I also studied Korean and um not that I know a whole lot of Korean, but like I was able to follow a conversation in Korean and then I was just really I'm just I was just I'm you know, I've just been those people who has just been fascinated with languages and of course I'm able to pick that very quickly. Yeah. But like I said, I'm not trying to brag or humble brag or, you know, to toot my own horns. I'm just stating facts, okay? <laughs> yeah, don't try to be humble on the inside. Exactly. I'm not trying to be humble in the inside. <laughs> By the way, that's an inside joke between us. Uh, we will, um, what's it called? Uh, which is, I think that's just a Jamie Guillaume expression right now. I'm pretty sure some other people might guess where it comes from, but I doubt. It's so, it, but it's like so distinct. It's so like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Anyways. It, it's very, it's too much of a, it's like very absurd pop culture reference though. Yeah. Unless, like, unless that particular season of that show has been so widely yeah. popular, then people might get it. But that is so, first of all, it's a generational and a very, very absurd cultural pop reference. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I doubt anyone was going to recognize it. No, no. If you recognize it, send us a message. <laughs> I know what that means, you know. I'd be surprised if anyone ever finds that. Right. Anyways, like I said, I'm not trying to toot or brag or whatever. Uh, I'm just like I said. I I I I feel like I've progressed in French. I feel like I can. I, I'm able to follow a, a conversation in French, which mm. is great, you know. But the thing is also too that I have trouble now, and I think this is very uh, normal for all language learners. Mm -hmm. It's actually having to learn expressions yeah. because. What makes so what makes interesting about languages is the expressions, you know? It it adds, you know, life. Expression is a very good way to convey an idea or something very like efficiently with a few words. Mm -hmm. Whereas otherwise you'd have to explain or something. Right. 
and there's always that person, you know, you're talking with someone and they're like, huh? And they say like something and you're like, what did he just say? Right, of course. Why, why is he talking about like, dogs? Even, for, for like, Southern, but like, like I said, like even even for for uh, the U.S., there's local expressions, there's regional expressions yeah. and there, there's national expressions. And they're like, oh, I know what that means, you know, whatever, you know. But when I first came, like, for example, I came from New York, right? Mm -hmm. Like, I used to live in, I was born and lived in New York, and then I had to move to Tennessee. Yeah. And the first time I heard kin, see, like, you're just like, what is that? Kin, like, my kin? A what? Like, your family or your yeah, people? Yeah, kin, yeah. Yeah. I know that. You know that? Yeah. How do you know that? Because it's an English word. And okay, so that's an English word, but not everybody knows that yeah not everyone is going to use it and of course because i did grew up in a um latino household it which is weird too because not only had to learn uh the spanish like uh english idioms but i had to learn spanish idioms you know yeah which is so weird because like when you're trying to talk to a person and you're like oh yeah like the same blah 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 right and like that's and you know guatemala guatepeor You know, people are like, what did you just say? I'm like, you know, you never heard of that expression before? I'm like, no. Oh, okay. So that's what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. And that was actually my my biggest struggle with language is the fact that there are these expressions. And the expressions that I learned, you know, growing up, as I grew up, didn't really translate very well in English for some reason. Mm. And so I thought those were like, those were normal, normal expressions. You know what I mean? There are so many that like French expressions that if we translated them in English, be like, what's wrong with you? Yeah. You and, weirdo. and I've learned a couple of some and I'm just like, you know what? This would be a very good idea to make mm -hmm. an episode. So yeah, surprise. Here's the episode for today. You know, French ex French expressions. To be quite honest, there are so many of them. We could do a dozen episodes and we'd still have some to laugh about. Oh, I'm pretty sure. So for today, Guillaume has picked out some French expressions uh -huh. that are pretty common. Yeah. And I'll try to guess what it means. Yeah. And I'll see what I can do to what kind of American expression that will be uh, equivalent. Like equivalent to it. Because very often there's an equivalent. Not always, though. Sometimes it's completely like uh, too, original. Yeah, too absurd or too But original. On, on both sides, you know, English have some that we don't have and, and vice versa. Right, of course. And then, of course, also too, like um, expressions and waves of the ways of speaking, I guess are changing because of generation and technology and whatnot. Yeah. Like, for example, I'm dead. I'm dead? Yeah. What does it mean? Oh, like, uh, I did something stupid and my parents are going to kill me? Or Oh, yeah, there's one. one that's one way of saying it. But I'm also, I'm dead, <laughs> you know, because I'm, I'm... Oh, yeah. La laughing. I'm dead laughing, yeah. basically. I'm crying. We have that yeah. in French, but uh, we, we do say the whole thing, like, je suis mort de rire. Right. I'm dead laughing. Yeah, but also, too, like, I'm crying. Mm -hmm. It's the same thing. I'm crying a laughter. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, we, we, just we, say, we would say that in French as well. So now, lately, I've been saying I'm cackling. Yeah. Because I actually do cackle a lot when I laugh, you know? Or I'm wheezing because, you know, 
weaving yeah because i wheeze a lot of people do say that too but mm -hmm. you know like i do say that a lot we do say in french il m'a tué he killed me il m'a tué oui yeah he killed me like when someone says something and really makes you laugh like il m'a tué yeah 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 he killed oui. me yeah he killed me yeah that's... we do say that you do say that in english too no we don't say he killed me but i do... that's why we say i'm dead yeah yeah or just plain dead <laughs> We would say, like, I've heard and I've probably said myself, like, oh, he must be more, you know, he killed me, I'm dead. <laughs> and you're laughing so much. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Um, all right. Well, Guillaume, please mm -hmm. try to, uh, well, not try, well, just, just give me a, uh, an expression. Okay. Um, So we did notice among, because, you know, as a French person, you know, when you speak a language, you don't necessarily paying attention to some of those things. But we did notice with Jamie that with time, uh, there's a lot of French expressions that have food in them. Oh, yeah. And for some reason, we use food, veggies, fruits and stuff to say stuff, like yeah. to, to mean something. I mean, and it's natural because France as a whole, are they're just a very gourmand. Mm-hmm. You know, a gourmet because we don't say gourmand, you know, we just say gourmet. You're gourmet, just, yeah. Y'all are just a gourmet uh, uh, nation. Yeah. You know, oh, oh yes, uh, this is France. We have, we are the land of cheese, wine, and 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 bread. Of course, we're gonna love food. Yeah. So we make we put food everywhere. Do you like my American accent? Yeah. <laughs> the same as mine. It's really good. <laughs> All right, go ahead. It's good. Um, so let's see. Um, mm -mm, I, f I lost it. I had, oh, uh, when we say about someone that is soup au lait. Supple? Soup au lait. Oh, soup. <laughs> Basically, it's like mi milk soup. Soup au lait. That guy is, is a bit milk, like he's a bit milk soup. Soup au lait. So what do you think that means? Milk soup? Yeah. I don't know. Sopa con leche. No, not con leche. <laughs> Sopa de leche. Sopa de leche. I don't know. It means someone who has bad character, like who's a bit like what? grumpy and easily irritated. But what's the con what has it okay. When I think of soupole, mm -hmm. well first of all, the way you said soupole. I was thinking of sopaline, mm -hmm. you know, the, the fabric softener. Oh, no. <laughs> no, like, absolutely no relationship. <laughs> That's what I was like, sopaline? <laughs> yeah. It's someone who changes, like, mood very easily, grumpy. Have like, you ever made... Like a moody person? Yeah. But, like, bad mood. Have you ever boiled you, milk? You probably, you probably might have called me that when I was a teenager. No, because on... Oh, yeah. Well, even well you never met me as a teenager, but yeah. people might have called me, oh, yeah, she's super old or whatever. Yeah, you are still sometimes. Have you ever boiled milk? Obviously, yeah, course, yes. yes. And you see how it like quickly like changed from like being still and it goes up and that's why. Super old Yeah. That's so funny. Yeah. That is so funny. I mean, I've boiled milk before. Yeah. And it was very annoying. So, yeah. Okay. Um, what about vouloir le beurre et l'argent du beurre? 
say that slowly. Vouloir le beurre et l'argent du beurre. Vouloir de beurre. Someone comes to you. Oh, sorry. Vouloir le beurre and et l'argent du beurre. So, vouloir is like want. Yeah. So, the want of butter and the silver of butter? Yeah. Well, not the silver, the money of butter. Okay. In English, that would be to want the butter and the money from the butter. Say that again? Want the but you, you you say that someone wants the butter and the money from the butter. Somebody so okay. They so. want everything. Okay. Like they get money to buy butter and they want the butter and the money. They want like they want to take everything back. Yeah, yeah, I gotcha. So any idea what it means? Or somebody who's greedy. Yeah. Yeah. It's being greedy. Um, basically. I don't know what would be the English equivalent to that. I know that I know the Spanish equivalent to that. What is it? Codo. What's that? Codo. Could. Like yeah. Elbow. Somebody who ha who is codo. Okay. I think that's the the from what I remember. Some I don't know why or what is it, but somebody or you know that's just being somebody who's envious, pretty much. Okay, that's weird. I don't know where it comes from. I don't know where it comes from. Let me look it up because I'm I want to make sure that I make this right because um. Our, uh huh. Normally, I say, you know what? I don't try to. Let's see. I like. I try to make some, um, uh, what's it called? Like, accurate knowledge. You know, accurate. You know, whatever. This time, I'm trying to be accurate. So, let's see. Uh, mm hmm. Let's see. Codo, Spanish expression. Let's see. Because I know we say that a lot. And it also depends on, like, the 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 the, the nation or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, but, yeah. Okay. So, Kodo is describes somebody who doesn't share their stuff with others, who doesn't lean any money. So, basically, somebody who's greedy. Okay. Yeah. So, that's we say that Kodo. But I don't know the English Kodo. expression, to be quite honest. I've read that it's uh, to have your cake and, and eat it. Oh yeah, or yeah. something like that. And yeah, the yeah. and the, the British one mm -hmm. is to have bread and eat it or something like that. I think the reason why Americans say would would eat cake because as American we just like cake. You don't want bread, you want cake. We want cake. We're just a bunch of fat people as a society. Cake is good. Cake is really good. I'm not judging. <laughs> All right, go ahead. Um, one that has not like too much. There's no food in it, but donner sa langue au chat. Donner la langue de chat. La langue au chat. Au chat. Yeah. Give your tongue to the cat. Is it cats get your tongue? No, you give it to the cat. Take your tongue and you give it to the to the mm -hmm. cat. But that's what I'm saying. But the the American expression is cat cat get your tongue. Oh yeah. Yeah. And what does it mean? It means that you're silent, like you're. Like, you're speechless. Uh, yeah, there's a bit of that, but it's not exactly that in French. Okay, what is it? Uh, it just means that when you when someone asks you something, like, you know, you're in a quiz, mm -hmm. and you don't know, and you give your tongue to the cat, it means, like, I, I really don't know. Huh. I'm like, and by, it does mean that you're speechless, because you, you don't know what to answer. Exactly, so that's what it is. Basically, yeah, but, so, it's... but in, in English, it's cat, get your tongue. 
Yeah. I never heard that in English. Really? Yeah. Well, now you know. Cat got your tongue. Okay. Uh, well, this one exists in English as well, like to get up on your high horses. Yeah. Okay. Monter sur ses grands chevaux. Ouais, ouais. Okay. Uh, what else? What else? What else? Oh, en faire un fromage. En faire. Tu vas pas en faire un fromage. Oui, oui. You're not going to make a cheese out of it. Okay, so you gotta say this slowly because you I'm say sorry. it so, so, you know, like. Fast. Fast. Like, you gotta tell me very slowly because, you know, you say it so fast. En faire un fromage. En faire un fromage. Oui. So we're gonna make cheese. No. Well, tu vas pas en faire un fromage. So you're not gonna make a cheese. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Usually it's negative, like it's a negation. Okay. You're not going to make a cheese out of it. We are not going to make a cheese out of it. So don't sweat it? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Like, basically, don't make a big deal out of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just like, yeah. So basically, we just don't sweat it. Yeah, but or... with cheese is so much better. <laughs> Yes, because of course, you know, y'all love cheese. Yeah, you're not going to, like, because you have milk, you know, it's pretty simple, and you're not going to make something complex out of it, like cheese. Mm -hmm. So, like, just keep it simple. Okay, I gotcha. Next one. Se faire rouler dans la farine. Se faire rouler dans la farine. Oui. Se faire rouler dans la farine. Yeah, like, you know that Katy Perry music video? You know when she's like with the, all the, the chefs that are like oh, cooking bon, her? Bon appétit. Bon yeah. appétit, yeah. 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 Oh, so, yeah. And you know... Yeah. Now, why did I get that? Why did I hear that song stuck in my head? Like, na, 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 na. That was enough to get it in your head? Yes! Oh. I, I heard it. As soon as you said, bum, 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 bum. But I heard the intro, but I'm like, oh my gosh. Now that's... I, I'm strictly unable to remember even the theme of that song. Ooh. Um, anyways, uh, se faire rouler en, dans la farine. Oui. So to make a roll in flour? Yeah, not far, not far, but it's not exactly that. So what does it mean? So to make your, to, to roll yourself in flour. Oh, to roll yourself to in flour. To have someone roll you in flour, basically. Oh. That's why it was a Katy Perry video, because that's pretty much what okay, happens to okay, her. Okay, okay, I gotcha, I gotcha. To roll... Oh, wait, what? That's such a weird, weird saying. No. Yeah, it is. Why would you roll yourself on flour or in flour? I don't know. Well, what does it mean? It means basically you've been tricked. You've been like scammed or something. I don't. To be quite honest, I don't think there is an equivalent to that. Because initially, like in the past, long ago, mm -hmm. uh, rouler someone it was scamming someone. Okay. And the f I'm not sure where Do the you flower still come say roulé for scammer? Yeah, je me suis fait rouler. I've been I've been had. Ah. He got me, you know, he he he, he tricked me or he, he scammed me. Basically, I just got tricked. Mm -hmm. That's basically what we just say. Yeah, but we do say that as well, but he m'a roulé dans la farine. Il m'a roulé dans la farine. I don't know where would that. be the equivalent to that. Also, disclaimer, mm -hmm. I'm not also a huge expert on uh, American English expressions because, I, like I said, I grew up in two worlds, you know, the American and the 
and the uh, Spanish one and I think the Spanish one came like just kind of stuck with me more so than the English one. Yeah. So um I have some other one you know but might be interesting for others. Okay. Tomber dans les pommes. Tomber dans les pommes. That's it. Tomber dans les pommes. Oh yeah. Okay, so um fall into the into the into apples into apples yeah so yeah i just learned this one uh yesterday actually um somebody said that i'm like what does that even mean she's like you never heard of it i'm like no <laughs> and she's like oh well it means this and then what it means is like to basically pass out yeah it's exactly that imagine like you know those pool full of like plastic balls for kids to play yeah imagine the same one but filled up with apples and you fall into it <laughs> so that's always the idea i have in mind when i think about that really yeah like to fall into a uh, a ball pit yeah <laughs> an apple pit <laughs> an apple pit <laughs> okay that does but to me that doesn't make any sense we just say blackout or pass out yeah or he or he knocked out yeah that's basically what what we just we just say we like that person just knocked out yeah we would say uh il est KO, knocked out yeah abbreviated see that or one is actually say... pretty useful il est KO. yeah because that's also another expression i would never have thought of so because it's ko you know like ko, K-O. you know yeah Knocked out. Knocked out. That's pretty much what it is. And I, I think it comes from the boxing world. Of course. The fact that we use it in French like, yeah, just yeah. like that. But I like cow, you yeah. know. I'm going to start using that. Il est cao, yeah. And also, il est cao, or je suis cao, mm-hmm. means that I'm very, I'm... I'm very tired. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, or caput, you know. Yeah, that's a Russian version. Yeah. <laughs> but y'all say it too. Yeah. Yeah. We picked up so many, like, expressions. Uh, do you know? Okay. You know, uh, on roof, yeah. if you have a window that's like, uh, you, you know, you have a room and there's a roof like just above it. Mm-hmm. And so it's slanted and you have a window in that, you know, that can open and so on. Yeah. And it's called a vasistas. You know what you just said or what you just described me? I was just thinking of Fiddler on the Roof. Of what? Fiddler on the Roof. What's that? <laughs> it's a Broadway musical. Okay. I don't know why. No, I just... know that. And <laughs> I don't know why. I'm just like, Papa, can you hear me? You know, it, that's a <laughs> that's a Broadway musical. I don't know why that just popped up in my head. But can I continue? I'm, you... I'm, I'm just putting stuff in your head right now. <laughs> yes, continue. And so um, don't quote me on it because I've not read anything that validates this. Right. I've heard of it, but the reason it's called a vasistas, a vasistas. vasistas uh-huh. is because German during the World War II, when mm-hmm. there was French being occupied, France being occupied by the, by the German, mm-hmm. they would say vasistas, mm-hmm. which means qu'est-ce que c'est? What is it in German? Oh. And so, z- 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 like, people made a world out of it and they called those kind of windows like that. What? I'm not sure if it's real or not. It might be just a coincidence. I mean, y'all, uh, that would just, I find it funny because uh, there's a lot of French expression too that are, that have, or even words or whatever that has been influenced by the war, by the world wars. Yeah. You know? So, like, for example, like the one that your mom taught me on, <laughs> on, what was it? on Thursday. Oh, oui, à la guerre comme à la guerre. Uh-huh. À toi, like à toi. 
Yeah. Yeah. It yeah, means yeah. basically like, yeah, it's not proper. It's not necessarily very clean or whatever, but, you know, we don't really have a choice. So at war like at war, you know, we do it like that. I think it, for us, it's more like it is what it is. Me, yes, kind, I know. Kind of like that. Kind of, not entirely. I don't know. I, I felt like it just felt more like that. It is what it is. I mean, yeah. here it is. <laughs> à la guerre, comme à la guerre, you would say that, like, okay, you're on a, you, you, you know, you have a bottle of water and you're, like, out and you want to drink and so you drink from the wet bottle and then the person who's with you wants to drink too. So, like, yeah, at war, like, at war, and you drink from the same bottle. Yeah. Like, it's unsanitary, yes, but... You don't have a choice. Let's yeah, do it. That's, for me, it's more like, it is what it is. Just go ahead, you know? Yeah. Don't don't break a sweat out of it. Yeah. <laughs> I think for... You know what's weird is that in Spanish, in order for us to justify drinking after one another, uh-huh. it's just like, we blood, you know? Oh, you okay. Know? We, ju- we say that. We blood. Because, you know, blood comes mm-hmm. from the family. So. Yeah, yeah. I can see that. Another one we say for that kind of situation. Mm-hmm. Ça va, j'ai pas la gale. I'll do it slowly. Ça va, j'ai pas la gale. Ça va si j'ai pas la gale. Oui. So, ça va, it's okay. Yeah. Je pas, I don't have la gale. I don't know what that is. Um, I'm not sure what's because it's a disease. Ah. That transmit, like, with saliva and stuff. Ah. So, basically, you're saying that it's okay, I'm not sick. Like, okay. You, 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 You're okay. okay, you're good. Like, I'm not contagious, basically. Yeah, pretty yeah. much. Okay. And la gal, uh, gal is probably kind of... Uh, I think that's that disease that animals get, you know, when they get, like, foamy mouth and they bite. And oh, like, rabies? Yeah, rabies. Mm-hmm. Basically, we just say, oh, it's okay, I don't have rabies. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> But historically, it makes sense, you know, people in the past might have had that kind of thing to worry about. Now we're all vaccinated. Of course we are. Almost I mean, all. Oh, stop it. No, no, no. Yeah, we're not going that <laughs> we're way. We're not going to create controversy. No, no, no. Okay, go ahead. All right, next one. Mm-hmm. En mettre sa main au feu. So, you put your hand inside the, the oven. No, in fire. Okay. I always keep... Look, here's the thing. Feu and feu are like... Oh. I was well, kidding. it could work either way. Yeah, but that's the thing. I kind of get those two words kind of like mixed up. Okay. Yeah. Mettre sa main au feu. So put your hand on on fire. In fire. Or in fire. No, not on fire. You're not going to put gasoline on your hand and then light. <laughs> that's not what <laughs> we... So you have, but the result is not very much different. You know, you have a fire and you put your hand in it. <laughs> Okay, but anyway, don't do this at home. No, don't do this at home. Uh, okay, so don't put your hand in fire. Okay, so yeah. don't. No, it's not don't. It's like the expression is, put your. Oh, I put would... put your hand in fire. Yeah, I would put my hand in fire. Okay. Uh, why? Okay. Uh, it's when you say something and you're very sure of it, and you say, "Yeah, I would put my hand in fire." That it's true. Ah. Okay. It comes from Middle Age, you know, like medieval time. Yeah, that was a weird time in in humans' history. Yeah, you know that that period of time when to judge people, they would like tie them, throw them in a pond or a lake, and be like, "Oh, you're floating. You're guilty. Oh, it didn't float. <laughs> it's dead." 
<rire> It was innocent. Yeah. Too bad. <rire> exactly. Justice was so much faster at that time. <rire> Put your hand in fire. <rire> and they didn't have any problem with prison and stuff like that. But that was a bit too much. Mm-hmm. And another way was, okay, you're going to put your hand in that fire or you're going to hold that like iron bar that has been, that is red hot. And if your hand is fine afterwards, that means you're innocent. And instead, you know, people said, yeah, I'm sure of it. Like I would put my hand in fire. In the Middle Ages? Yeah. Ooh, I wonder how many people lost their hands. Yeah. I, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. No, nowadays we don't mean it literally, obviously. But <laughs> oh, no, uh, no, no, no. If it was being done today, uh, the Geneva Convention will have a very, very pro- a huge problem with, with the, the with legal that, system. Yeah, yeah. With that way. But, you know, we have a lot of expression and like stuff in France that keeps like all the way from the Middle Age. That's crazy. Like, have you ever seen when we go to like whoever places and yeah, there's bread mm-hmm. and you always... Not always, but sometimes you will have like someone who puts the bread upside down. Yeah. And people will be like, no, don't put the bread upside down. Okay. It's bad luck. Huh? You've never seen that? No, I've never seen it, but I've heard of it before. Okay. It's because in the Middle Age, uh-huh. when there was execution day mm-hmm. and there was the executioner, mm-hmm. the baker in town would save bread for the executioner. And that bread was put upside down so people would know that it was saved for someone else. Ah. And so when someone put, like, and it translated that this bread is bad luck because someone is going to die or something like that. Huh. Because of, obviously, because the executioner, I mean, can you imagine your job being as the executioner? What kind of reputation you might have had back then? Well, that's why they usually had a hoodie, you know, to yeah. hide their face so people would not recognize them. Right. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Imagine they would have, oh, but what does Robert does for a living? We never see him work. And who's the executioner in town? Like. They I don't did, know. You know, people in the Dark Ages weren't really that bright. I mean, that's why it's called the Dark Ages, you know? They would not connect the dot, maybe. I don't know. Or maybe you would come from the next town, you know? Like they would just, like, probably. switch, like, yeah, have probably. some like, kind of agreement. <laughs> but, yeah, okay. So, wait, wait, say that again. Don't put your hand in fire. Yeah. So, okay. I mean, put your hand in fire. No, I, so. I'm sure of it, like, and someone... So, that you... means I'm sure. I wonder what would be, uh, like... The I think that I'm right on the money. You're right on the money. Yeah, I think that's what it is. I'm right on the money. Yeah, like I tell you something mm-hmm. and you're like, oh, not sometimes. Sh- are you sure about that? I'm, and and I would be like, yeah, yeah, I'm right on the money. I think that's what it goes. Okay, I think... in French that would be, uh, I tell you something and you're like, are you sure about this? And I would be like, yeah, I, I would put my hand in fire. Yeah, or um, it's it's kind of like a gamble for us. Huh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Not bad. We're just like, no, nah, I'm sure. I'm putting right here, right on the money or something like that. Uh-huh. Yeah. All right, next one. Okay. Casser les pieds de quelqu'un. So break a, break a foot of somebody? Yeah, break someone's feet. So casser le pied quelqu'un. Les pieds. Le pied de quelqu'un. Yeah, both foot. Like... Oh, both. Okay, yeah. so break, I'm going to break your feet. Yeah. Or, that guy is breaking my feet. <laughs> it's more like that. Is it kind of like break your, break a leg? Uh, I'm not entirely sure what break a leg is. It's actually good luck for theater. No, uh, no for absolutely theater. not. Yeah. yeah. 
Oh, the equivalent for break a leg in French. Uh-huh. I don't know if it's too good to say. Why? Uh, basically, you tell someone to like walk in crap. Ah. Oh. <laughs> like put your foot in crap. Because <laughs> there's there's uh, like a superstition mm-hmm. that if you walk in some like crap mm-hmm. or scrap usually mm-hmm. with your left foot, it's lucky. See. Uh, the I don't I think this is in English. This comes from England, I think. Breaking a leg, yeah, means uh, it also means good luck as well for theater. Yeah. So, I guess in both in both sense, uh, this is something. When bad things happen, good things will come out. You know. Yeah, maybe. maybe. Yeah, yeah, it's like, yeah. Uh, Although I prefer um, horse, uh, you know, uh, you know, stepping on horse crap rather than being having yeah. my leg broken. But only with the left foot. If it's the right one, it doesn't work. Oh really? Yeah, right foot, bad luck. Left foot, you good? Okay. Well, you know it's weird because like, in um, in in Spanish culture, uh-huh. right, or in the Hispanic culture, we do it with our hands, right? As far as like bad luck and and like they're very you know superstitious culture, whatever, right? right? You have to put your left hand in crap. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. Um, so. You know how the left is considered like the bad one. Yeah. You know that's why when we call somebody who's sinister, mm-hmm. is very it's you know they're terrible, right? Yeah. But sinister comes from the word sinistre, mm-hmm. which, which is left. Which is left. We have the same in French. So, basically, the right one. If your right hand is itchy, mm-hmm. right, it means that good things are gonna come. You know, especially with money. Okay. And then when their hand, your left hand is itchy. That means that you're gonna lose money. Oh. Yeah. Okay. So, but yeah, I guess I I can understand that that whole entire left right yeah. thingy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but no, I think for the English is whatever leg, and it's just like, oh right. well, oh my gosh, I broke a leg. Oh, 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 oh my new production is going to go great, you know. <laughs> uh, anyways, but anyways, uh, somebody's breaking your foot. Yeah. Or your feet. Yeah. Okay. I don't know what that means. Okay, it's when someone is really annoying you. Really? really like annoying to the point where it's breaking your feet. We see in English we say that person's a pain in the butt. Yeah, yeah, I could. Okay, yeah, that that that, that would be the equivalent. Yeah, but... I think I would rather have a. I don't know if I really want to have a pain in the butt though. Breaking your feet is quite extreme. Yeah, that is I true. I remember there's a movie, actually, I think it's a fatal weapon or something, or where the good guy is, like, tied up on the... And the translation, you know, the French version, mm-hmm. and he gets his, his mm-hmm. toes break, broken like that. And so the French translation was amazing because they have the right expression just for that. So they just, like, went, oh, yeah, that was a, a bunch of guy breaking my feet. <laughs> <laughs> and when you see that, you're like, oh, that's so good. Yeah, yeah. And I never realized because I saw that when I was like younger, you know, I was like 15 it, or something. And I was seeing it in French and it worked so well. Like it looked like the movie was made for it. But in English, it makes no sense. <laughs> so it's just a coincidence. You know, I like how you say fatal weapon because it's not how you say it. It's, what's the title of those movies? I have no clue. Fatal, isn't it Fatal Weapon? Fatal weapon? Yeah, yeah it's I don't fatal know. weapon. But I like how you say fatal weapon. <laughs> yeah, well, that was with my best American accent. No, it's not even <laughs> It's not even fatal weapon. It's lethal weapon. Oh, yeah, I remember <laughs> now. 
fatal weapon. Yeah, because it's in French they translated. I know, I know. Lethal is fatal, so. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. They didn't keep lethal. No. <laughs> Although it does exist in French, but they didn't keep it. Okay. Uh, and yeah, yeah. So with the the, the casser les pieds, yeah, it's like the PG version. Like that's the because we have other versions that are not as nice. Nice, yeah. Yeah. So casser le pied for us is he's just being a pain in the butt. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. Um, mm, avoir la tête dans les nuages. So having your head in the clouds? Yeah. Basically, that's basically it, right? Yeah. So having your heads in the clouds. Yeah. But nuage, wait, nuage is is clouds, right? Yeah. Okay. For some reason I was thinking of fog. Uh fog is brouillard. Brouillard. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so having the, your heads in the clouds. So yeah. basically somebody who's like daydreaming or whatever. Yeah, that's pretty much that. Yeah, it's a, it's the same thing. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I know. But it's, it's really not an hard one. Yeah. Right. This one is maybe harder, and I'm pretty sure you've never heard of it. Okay. Poser un lapin. What? Poser okay. un lapin. So, possess. Poser. Pose. Pose? No. Poser is to deposit, like to, to put down, like to, to put. Ah. To, to drop. Okay. See, I don't know. No. I heard of deposer. Yeah, I like this, and I'm posé. Ah. I'm putting it on the table. Okay, posé. Un. Un. Lapin. What? Lapin. It's not bread. You don't know what lapin is? The no. Rabbit. Oh. Oh my goodness gracious! Lapin. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. No, but the thing is, is like the way when I hear, see this is why French is so. You know, frustrating at times because when I think of lapin, you know, I'm thinking oh, first of, I'm thinking of bread, and I'm also thinking, okay, it's not bread. Okay, so what's the the next one? Lapin. Oh, okay, the pine tree. You know, <laughs> <laughs> and then no. and then oh wait, it's not even the pine tree. Lapin. Oh, rabbit. Of course, the next one down to the <laughs> cycle. Okay, so pose. Okay, put down a rabbit. Like, usually you say it about someone. Oh, il m'a posé un lapin. He puts me down a rabbit. What? Yeah. That does not make any sense. Like, I can't no, even, it doesn't. Like, but... <laughs> this, is, this is definitely like, what in the world? What the what? <laughs> okay. You, you have absolutely no clue what it means. No, right? I have no clue. So it's when you have, uh, usually, it's when you have a rendezvous. Okay. Alors, an appointment yeah and the person doesn't show up and you say that that person put you down a rabbit but that has no like okay i know that we say that person flaked out mm -hmm. and um i mean that obviously flaking i don't know what that you know i think it comes like when, with flakes you know like it kind of like moves around or whatever or something like that, or yeah. he missed it. You know how flakes can be missed, but that could be any kind of flakes: snowflakes, cornflakes. Um, uh, Such a cornflake, <laughs> exactly, <laughs> or whatever rake or flake. Sorry, but you know what I mean. Like that's what we that's what we say. You know, like oh, he flaked out on me. You know. Okay. Well, no, we posé un lapin. <laughs> what? 
it doesn't make any sense. Do you know the explanation behind that one? Oh, it's a long one. Basically, like if you go back uh, all the way to the 1800s, it would mean like something like uh, to not answer advances from a young lady or something like that. And uh, at that time, un lapin uh -huh. signified to refuse payment, like refuse to pay something. And then it evolved, and uh, and um, like in by the end of the 1800s, it meant um, to make someone wait. Yeah. And nowadays, it means just not showing to a rendezvous or an appointment and not warning the other person. Yeah, we just for us, we just call it a flake. Yeah. So okay, would you call somebody lapin if they flake you out? No, you not call them a lapin. You say that they put a lapin down for you. So you put a bunny down for you? Basically, like you arrive at the rendezvous and they're not there, but there's a lapin. Because they put a lapin there for you and they're not showing up. That does make no sense. Although this is, I can kind of see why it came from the 1800s because around that time, a lot of people, like rich people just sport, you know, hunted for sport or whatever. And I'm pretty sure like that's what they, oh, you know, bunnies are just so harmless whenever here. No. No? No. <laughs> you know. I don't know. It's uh, Don't try to make sense of it. Okay. Well, that, okay. Well, I guess, you know, like, oh, he just put a bunny for you. You know, here's a mm -hmm. bunny for, in, in my honor. It's pretty much what it is. Pretty much. Except it's not a very nice thing to do, you know. No. I mean, a rabbit might be cute and everything, but you're not happy when someone put a, lot, a rabbit down for you. See, that's why we called somebody a flake. Yeah. You know? We call them a flake. You're a snowflake or you're a cornflake. Cornflakes is a different kind of flake. Give me your rabbit. <laughs> he gave me a rabbit. And he's going to be my pet for now. Yeah. <laughs> okay. To make up for my lost love. <laughs> Can you imagine like uh, you find you go show up on, a, on an appointment or whatever, like a little meetup or whatever. And then all of a sudden you did see a rabbit over here. You know, but it has like a little oh. note. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't show up, but here's a bunny for you. I would buy, you know, those rabbits they do for Easter. Yeah. Chocolate rabbit. And you put it down over there. Okay, your consolation. Here's chocolate. That would be so but bad. So, but it's that so would be so mean. But it's so stupid. Like, like, okay. I wonder though, like, okay. So if they really put down a rabbit, mm -hmm. why do they put the effort? Like, why do they put the effort of going to the place and just put down a rabbit? Why no, usually, people don't do it really. I know, you know that. Yeah. But can you just imagine if somebody had done that? I'm pretty sure somebody might have done it for the joke, you know? Yeah. Just out, like just to joke, like, and I then they show up when the other person like sees a rabbit. <laughs> Maybe we should do something like that. <gasps> But we need a rabbit for that. Oh. And what do we do with the rabbit afterward? Oh, we keep him. He's going to be our part of our new family. I mean, part of our, our family. He's oh, a can... new member of our family. Oh, we can cook it. No! Sarah, <laughs> no! <laughs> you mean? No, I'm not. Okay. I'm just joking. Okay, speaking about love. Okay. Avoir le coup de foudre. I think I told you about that one already. Avoir de quoi? Coup de foudre. Coup? Mm -hmm. Coup, wait, coup, is that what? Your, like it. your elbow? No, a hit. A hit, what? Like being hit. What? Being hit, like being stroke. Oh, a hit. A strike. 
Oh, being, yeah. being hit. That's what I'm telling. <laughs> yes, your American accent is very perfect, Guillaume. It's, it is. <laughs> You're just having some trouble with your ears for some reason. Look, do not blame me for being half deaf, okay? I've gone to so many concerts taking photos, and yes, I should have had brought my I should have brought my earplugs, okay? To protect my ears. But you know, I was an irresponsible 20 year old. I mean, yeah, irresponsible twenty I was an irresponsible person in my twenties. Yeah. So we, many people were. Yeah. So go ahead. Avoir, Avoir le coup de foudre. De foudre. What's the food? Foudre? Mm -hmm. Foudre is a uh, lightning. Ah, right, 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 right. So, avoir le coup de foudre. Basically, being struck by lightning. Oh, well, yeah. Well, yeah, what? Well, that's the same in English. Yeah, really? Yeah. But for, what does it mean? It means that it's one in a million, no? No. What? Or, well, basically, I mean, for us, he literally got struck by lightning. Basically, he just... Uh, for us, there's that that literal translation because there are people who have been struck by lightning. Yeah, but also that means that uh, either it could mean it could mean possible ways, right? Mm -hmm. It could either mean that it's been like one in a million chances or whatever. Not that, or it's just a string of bad luck or something like that. It's not that either. Okay, it's love at love at first sight. Oh, okay. So that's like a Cupid's uh, bow. You know, uh, yeah. You you see uh, or you see him, and you're like struck by lightning. You're in love. That's what it means. See, we don't say that. We say he got shot by Cupid's arrow. Yeah, we we do have that too, but we usually say the the, the lightning strike. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine if it was real? Like you're in the street, you're you're going around, and all of a sudden you see that guy over there, and it's like. Lightning strike. Like, oh, he's in love. Exactly. <laughs> Can you imagine if, like, every single of these expressions was taken literally? Like, was literally, lit that was yeah. a literal stuff. Like, the, the world would be a weird place. Exactly. Wait, like, 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 for example, when pigs fly. Yeah. You, know? or you would have someone in the street and, you know, all of a sudden you have apples that appear, appear around him and he's falling into them. And, like, <laughs> call a doctor. <laughs> he, he lost consciousness. He, he fell in the apples. <laughs> Right? Yeah. Like That'd all of it. Th that would be like the most weirdest, you know, world ever to live in. Where you oh, know, it would really be to like live literally in full of expressions, you know. And what's really funny too, like, you know, what would be really fun if like each uh, each country mm -hmm. actually happened like for their own expression, you know? Yeah. You know. Oh, so you would have to learn them before going there, like in case you get in trouble, you <laughs> exactly. know. Like, I start to fall out of consciousness, you know? Like, mm. oh, no, 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 you know? I'm going to be falling in apples or whatever. All right. One more. Oh, only one more? Yeah. Uh, I have to pick a good one, then. Yeah, pick a good one. Okay. Donner okay. de la confiture. So, give the jam. Au cochon. To the pig. Yeah. So, donner la, con le, la confiture au cochon. Mm -hmm. So, give the jam to the pig. Uh, that's really absurd. Oh, yeah. We have a lot of these. Okay. So, is that kind of like give an apple to the pig or whatever? 
Does it exist? I don't know. I'm just making it up. No. Give jam to the pig. I have no idea. Wait, would you give jam to the pig? Well, the no. pigs. Like, it's no. pigs, actually. No. I don't know. You wouldn't. Well, we normally give whatever to the pigs. Yeah. So would you give them the good jam? Oh, well, see, there, there's a difference. Would you give a good jam to the pig? No. Yeah, but whatever. Jam is always good. Uh, go ahead. What is it? It's wasting. That's what it means? That's a waste. That's a waste? Yeah. When you say about something like, oh, it's like giving jam to the pig. Mm -hmm. It's like, oh, it's, it's, it's like wasting something. I know that there is an American expression that goes along with it. Mm -hmm. I just don't know what it is. Okay. That doesn't help us. I, no, I'm trying. It's. I'm trying to think of it, and it just won't. It won't come up. So mm -hmm. I know that there is an expression to it. Huh. Yeah, I just. I think that's just like. I mean, for us, it's just it's a waste, you know. Yeah. But there is an expression. I think it's something with dogs or something like that. You know, giving food to the dog or some something something with dogs. I just I don't remember. Um, what is exactly the the expression? That's the expression. It's a waste. Let's see, if we, see, see if we can. Um, let's see, let's see. Um, I don't know. It's like um, it, it's just basically go to waste. Is pretty huh. much what it is. Yeah, it's go to waste. Yeah, go to waste. Yeah, there's nothing, but I know there is. Maybe I'm just making it up. Yeah, it's it, for us. It's doing something wasteful. Yeah, there's an equivalent to it that is a bit different. Mm -hmm. It's um, jeter de l'argent par les fenêtres. Jeter l'argent par les fenêtres. So throw money out of the out of the window. Yeah. Yeah. It's close. It's not the exact same, but it, it pretty much you can change one by the other. And it's just being you're being wasteful. For us, it's like burning money. Yeah, it's, pretty much. It's basically that. It's yeah. burning money. So you're just burning money. Or I think I like a new expression to like I like to use is burning gasoline or, huh. burn, or burning gas. So this actually came up during the Great Recession. Yeah. And when gas prices in the US were really expensive. When I know it's not like expenses like yeah. over here. Don't don't tell me about expensive gas prices. I know, I know. <laughs> but for us it was, you know, because of the cost of living and gas being yeah. so up high, it was really expensive for us, okay? Yeah. So um so for us, you know, when you when you want to say let's burn gas, it's basically you're just gonna waste so, like you're gonna go somewhere but do nothing like you're just going somewhere out there for for nothing yeah so you're basically wasting gas for nothing so you're i'm just burning gas mm -hmm. you know yeah so people might not realize how much more expensive gas is over here yeah i mean i'm pretty sure people may realize that uh gas outside of the u.s can be highly expensive you know, mm. but you have to consider the the the, uh, the cost of living. Yeah, no, obviously. Yeah, um, I would like to also share some expression. American expression. Um, yeah, see, see what, if I know them. See if you know them and see what you think. Okay, obviously, you know it's not rocket science. Yeah. You know, 
because you're a nerd. <laughs> what does that even mean? Yeah, what what does it what mean? Was that time a nerd? Um, because you like rocket science. Oh yeah. Okay. Do you understand what shoot the breeze is? What what? Shoot the breeze. Shoot the breeze. Mm-hmm. Like it's do something useless. Well, yeah, something like that, but it's not really useless. It's more of like um, spending, um, you know, like talk about unimportant things for a very long time. Like we're just going to shoot the breeze. We're just going to hang out, chill oh, out, okay. whatever. It's well, pretty much yeah, okay. like that. Yeah. Basically that. So shoot the breeze. We're just going to hang out, chill out, mm -hmm. shoot okay. the breeze. That's basically what we say. Okay. That's a cute one. Mm. Okay. So, you know, break a leg. I do know. This is quite interesting because I'm. This is a very American thing to say. Mm -hmm. It's Monday morning quarterback. What? Because I know what a Monday morning is. I know what a quarter quarterback is. Yeah. But all them together. Okay, so Monday. Oh, Monday is a is a person who second guesses things. So, um, and this kind of came in oh. the 30s and. I guess this is like where uh, football was like trying to get its gain its momentum. Yeah, you know. Oh, excuse me. <laughs> um. So, originating in the 1930s, the sports centric uh, phrase was first used to refer a fan who critically rehash weekend football game strategies. Now it applies to anyone who second guesses an action or a decision. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. So how how about a ball? Do you understand ball? And and because us Americans, we love sports, you know. Mm -hmm. Uh, there's also another expression that goes along with it. It's ballpark figure. Ballpark figure. It's like just an approximation. Yeah, pretty much. But we so. use that at work, so. Ah uh, well, and uh, the thing is, it's like it's kind of like um. Uh, let's see. It's a it's a financial term actually because. It, Yeah. Yeah, because it's used like that. You know, can you give me a ballpark? You know, it's a, a rough estimation, pretty yeah. much. And so it really does come from, uh, you know, like from the from baseball. And mm -hmm. it's just kind of like, you know, when somebody, you know, hits, you know, you're just kind of getting a figure of what, you know. Okay. How far the ball had. You know? I guess that the French people have a lot with food in them, the expression. Maybe the American have a lot with the sports stuff in them. No, we have some food as well, but it's very ridiculous, you know. Oh, give me some. Uh, If you have one. Hold on. Well, it's a piece of cake. Yeah, but we have the same one in French. C'est okay. du gâteau. C'est du gâteau, okay. We just say it's cake. It's not a piece of cake. It's just cake. Oh, well, it's a piece of cake. You yes, know? cake. We have a funny one, though. That mm -hmm. is the equivalent. Yeah. Les doigts dans le nez. Les what? Les doigts dans le nez the finger inside the, finger in the, the nose in the nose yeah is that picking your boogers no oh. it means that something is really easy oh if you can do something with your finger and your nose like, okay so like easy. if it's easy like picking your booger out yeah no it's just because you can do it while having your finger in your nose oh well i was thinking you know like mm. <laughs> no I, i don't think it has anything to do with picking your nose okay what about this The cat's out of the bag. Oh, to let the cat out of the bag is basically to let something out that should have not been let out. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. 
Yeah, which is a weird expression. Yeah, uh, I, I I know this one because I've heard it used many times, but I don't know where it comes from. Yeah, there's another food one. Uh, spill the beans. Oh, yeah, it's like um, giving out an information that should not have been given out. Yeah, spill this. Give me the tea. Yeah, give me the tea of Notardo. No, no. Spill the tea. No. Okay. Spill the bean out, yeah, but give me the tea or spill the tea. No, no, never. Okay, so this one is becoming more um uh, this is actually more of a newer thing mm-hmm. um i don't know if you've seen some memes about kermit of kermit drinking tea or whatever that but that's none of my tea or whatever huh, i might have seen that okay so this is actually um ballroom uh lingo um, okay this is this comes from like ooh a long time ago mm-hmm. um back in the seventh I think up to the 60s, but um, it's much more underground ballroom scene. Uh, when gay people had um, like ballroom pageants, you know, it was yeah. pageants. So basically the T means truth. Oh. You know, tell me the truth. Tell me the T. Give tea. me the T. Give me the truth. Yeah. Okay. So that's basically, you know, but, you know, with uh, entertainment and everything and then memes and whatnot, it kind of became a... Um, a yeah. It became it's a, like uh, gay um, culture spilling out on everyone else. Yeah, pretty much. That's becoming. It happens, you that, know? Yeah, it became now as an expression. Yeah. You know? So spill the tea. You know, give me the tea or yeah, whatever. Yeah, um, like there's a lot of actually communities and like um, culture, like closed culture in the past mm-hmm. that are growing and with the internet are getting more global and more known and more widely known, more yeah. mainstream. Yeah, yeah. And they have some of their stuff that spill out to the rest. Yeah. There's another one is don't uh-huh. don't cry over spilt milk. Oh yeah, I just uh, I I know that one. I've heard it. Uh, what does it mean though? Um, like basically, yeah, move on. Like it's it's no worse crying over that. Like mm-hmm. it's it's okay. It's, it's pretty it's much just, don't don't cry over nothing. nothing. Yeah. So yeah, uh, yeah, we have a lot of expressions that are with like either food spilling f- spilling food, uh, making mm-hmm. fun of other uh, countries. Um, and also like sports. Yeah, I get the feeling with time that the American people have something against spilling stuff. Like, what is it <laughs> we, about spilling stuff? We're that just makes we you... just don't like to be wasteful, okay? Yeah, or like you you have a very like. <laughs> no, we are wasteful. What are we talking about? We just like spill the beans, spill the tea, spill this. <laughs> yeah, you spill stuff, but then when you spill, oh no, five second rules. Like, oh, it's too late. We can't eat it. <laughs> Yeah. Well, it's just like you with the French. You like to sp- talk about food in your f- expressions. That's true. So, like the 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 pâté block or whatever. Oh yeah, ça envoie du pâté. So what? Ça envoie du pâté. Ça envoie du pâté. Yeah. So that's just a block. When you what? walk ah, around non. the block. Un pâté de maison. Un pâté. See, you see, there's a the pat something with a block. Un pâté de maison. And yeah. you call it a pâté. It's because, you know, when you go to the beach uh-huh. and there's sand and mm-hmm. the kids are playing and, you know, they're making like, you know, they have those like almost like cookie cutters, but they put sand in it and they flip it and mm-hmm. it makes a shape like castle or whatnot. Yeah. And we call that pâté. Okay. Des pâté de sable. <laughs> pâté de sable. Because when you make a pâté, like with meat and stuff, yeah, you put it into the, the mold yeah. and you, you flip it and you have the, the nice shape. You can cut it. So it's basically the same thing that they do with sand. And so, as a result, when you make like your block of of sandcastle, yeah, it's a pate. 
Yeah. And so a block of houses thank, is a pâté as well. Well, thank you for dissecting the idea of what a pâté is, but y'all call everything of a rectangular shape a pâté. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Which for us is a pâté is like, ooh, something fancy, you know? It's like every single French word you use is fancy anyway. <laughs> yes, I get it. We like to say some things in French to make ourselves appear elegant. I get it. Yeah, well, in the same way, people in over here, they use English to look sophisticated and hype. <laughs> <laughs> no, but that's real. You, know, you will see some weird stuff and like, oh, yeah, that's so hype. Okay. Um, so, yeah, uh, we're going to wrap it up. And uh, next week, we're going to talk about... What are we going to talk about? I don't know. We have some ideas, but I'm not entirely sure which one we'll keep. I would like to say something that's very, um, it's a process that we're trying, we're doing. Uh-huh. You know, as much as we like to live where we at, I think it's time for us to, yeah. to think about, about moving. Moving. <laughs> yeah, we might, we might be better somewhere else. So we're going to talk about housing. Yeah. So housing, and I think housing, this is going to be quite an interesting episode, quite an important episode. There's so many things that are deep. Like you would, okay, housing is not necessarily a simple subject, yeah. but you wouldn't think that there are so many differences between the US and France. Oh yeah, for sure. No, but not only that, but like more like a interior designing and <laughs> yeah and then and like what the concept of how big a, a house is you know oh yeah you'd be surprised yeah so that and that's something and what what is ac over here right you know yeah people don't know about that <laughs> oh it's so, getting there um so yeah so um we're gonna talk about housing and uh i don't know there's many things to the french uh maison you know yeah so. Yeah. Alright, well thank you very much for listening to this uh, episode of Jamie on France. I'm pretty sure we started going off on it. We had a clear vision and we just going off on, on a tangent. Like always. Like always. <laughs> but somehow we're we we're bringing it back back together. So anyways. Yeah. Um uh make sure to follow me on my social media on Twitter. Jamie, no, wait, hold on. Dang. See, I told you, I told you I was gonna mess up. I don't know if you're ever going to get it right, like, consistently. No, I w- The problem is that every time you make a mistake, it reinforces, like, the mistake. Ah, and st- the next time you come back and you're like, on Twitter at what is it again? Anyways, follow me at Twitter at Hernandez Jamie's, uh, Instagram Hernandez underscore Jamie's. And make sure to follow us on SoundCloud, subscribe to us on iTunes, and Stitcher. All of them. All of them. We want you subscribed on all of them. All of them. We need that support. We need to get them sponsors. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. Hold on. Who, who, who? Oh, Sopaline for, to sponsor us. For today. Yeah. What's a brand of pate? <laughs> Sopaline? No, that's not. No, a... they don't make pate. No, they're a fabric <laughs> softener. Yeah. Because you said Supole and I thought it was Sopaline. Sopaline. <laughs> like, no. <laughs> That's what just, I should just call somebody who's moody. Why are you being a Sopaline? <laughs> just be a better softener. <laughs> you know, 
I mean, when actually, it's kind of like somebody how we call a snowflake, you know, when somebody who's moody and sensitive. Really? Yeah. Do you know? Of course. When we're commenting, why are you being such a? You're such a snowflake. I guess the things that everyone is one way or another a snowflake for you. Snowflake, cornflake, flake. flake. <laughs> like flake is so useful. You can call anything a flake. Flakes from the hair. From hair. Yeah, that's a dandruff. <laughs> Anyways, uh, just follow us on social media. Description will be below on SoundCloud and all this stuff. Yeah, we're... and and you can also uh, visit on my personal website at her name oh, at her name. Well, That's three of them. slash slash. Actually, just follow. Just look me up at hernandezjamie.com and you'll see the link for Jamie on France and there you go and other things uh, and you'll see all the lists of the episode mm-hmm. so yeah we're getting we're getting this going you know yeah, that's starting to be a nice list yeah yeah <laughs> all right well have a great day or if not I hope you had a great day yeah. thank you for listening and À la prochaine. À la prochaine. Bye bye.